Thanks for tuning into Mommy Talk. I'm the host, Chancel, and I'm happy to welcome back Claudette. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? <laughs> for those that have listened to episode five, you already know she is a true character. Um, additionally, she's one of my childhood friends. She's a mom and just, you know, one of those people that you can't help but to laugh when she comes around. Um, Claudette is also single. Well, kind of. She just got into a little situation. But today we are going to hear a little bit more what it's like to date in 2021, particularly during this, you know, whole pandemic. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about our love languages and, you know, just the accuracy or the compatibility I, I I feel of each um, but of course before we get into it you already know today's episode is brought to you by the cool moms club it's a lifestyle brand created specifically for dope moms looking to shop witty basics at an affordable price from hoodies and tees to wine glass sets and totes treat yourself by going to the site the and shop and shopping all right Claudette yep I couldn't do it. <laughs> you you couldn't do it? You couldn't come up with a lie? Oh yes. yes oh yes, okay. Okay. So um let's hear your your two truths and a lie. Okay. I have my favorite thing to watch is pimples being popped. I have superimposed thumbs and I did not pass the second grade. Oh my gosh. Wow, these are mm-hmm. these are good. I always I feel like you always have good ones. Um, you know, I've known Claudette since middle school, but I feel like we clearly didn't talk to one another or something because <laughs> every time you have these um reveals, I'm sitting there thinking like, huh, what, when? But, but it's just super hard on me. Like, I can't find things that, or easily find them that you don't know. I'm like, we spent like an entire summer together every single day. <laughs> yeah, I. but the ones that you come up with, I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I know one for sure is true. But um, other than that, I'm kind of like, mm, I think I'm going to have to guess the other two. Um, but nonetheless, I'll think about these through the show and, and try to guess which is which, um, for those listening at the end of today's episode, Claudette is going to tell us which of the statements she just listed are true and what's the lie. Okay. So Claudette, my favorite show is 90 day fiance. Do you watch that show? I watch one season and I was like, I was kind of enthralled, but then again, I was like, these people are crazy (laughs) because I know my attitude. Like I would like probably do something like that, but don't give me the option of like, I got to be in a contract and be with this person. Well, you know what? 90 day fiance is the ones when they're, 
you were an international, right? And the other one was married at first sight. Right, right, right. So, okay, so I never watched 90 Day Fiance. I watched Married at First Sight. But either way, I'm still not going to be stuck in this contract because my attitude changes like the wind. And I'm like, no, bro, you got to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance, first of all, is like the best show ever. I don't know where you've been. You need to get up on it. Um, but it documents long distance relationships between two people that are in different countries. So at some point of the relationship, it becomes really serious and they start discussing um, the process of applying for like a 90 day fiance visa here in the States. Um, so they come over and within those three months, they see if they can go on to have like a marriage and oftentimes in those three months like this is their first time meeting or at least their first time like seeing where their fiance lives who their family is who their friends are like it's it's crazy and I know that it's reality tv so I understand that the conversations and and even some of the reactions are you know, somewhat edited to get ratings and stuff. But I feel like these individuals, like you said, are just completely crazy. Um, and, and well, I shouldn't say crazy, but they are very adventurous. I'll say that, you know, just taking like this huge leap, um, probably their biggest ever, you know, they're leaving behind everything to marry someone in a completely new country and start a new life um but this show has become really really popular there are many spinoffs and so I feel like dating online and even being like in a international relationship is somewhat the norm um what do you what do you think if you got an email from someone <laughs> saying uh -huh. he was he was a prince from Uganda are you well, I'm to say Africa <laughs> <laughs> are you are That's you all the ones who come in your inbox like hey Missy you look cute <laughs> you don't want to damn her you don't get off my damn inbox <laughs> are you are you responding if he sends you a DM in on Facebook saying that he was a prince from Uganda, he was from Nigeria, he was, even if he was from Paris, Paris, he says, you're beautiful. Are you uh -uh. responding? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know, because I feel like, who sent you? Where'd you come from? <laughs> what you trying to get? You need a visa to be over here, or you know how they'd be like, oh, they, you know, you see it on those uh, Dr. Phil shows and they come from another country, but they're always coming to see you, but you got to send them so much money and then they never show up. And then next thing you know, it's like $100,000 later and he still like never made his way over. No, mm -mm. nope, no, thank you. Okay. Well, what if it's the other way? So, so 90 day, they have like an entire franchise. They have all of these spin spinoffs and one of the spinoffs is the other way. So meaning you go to their country and get married and live happily ever ever and in in this instance you know he's a prince he's already sold his royal oats and he's ready to now settle down in his country with you are you moving nope you're not moving because i got questions 
You the prince. You mean to tell me nobody in your country <laughs> would be with you. So you had to go to another country and find somebody who did not know how horrible you are. I got questions. Why nobody want to be with you over here? No. What, what are you hiding? I, like Mr. Prince. I completely, <laughs> Mr. Prince. I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, you know, I just, I just look at these shows and I think the same thing. Like, is it really that hard to find someone in these 20, 21 days? I, Eric and I, we got married, you know, 10 years ago, but I remember dating being fun. Like I was, I was definitely not at the point of giving up men in my country, uh, perhaps state, (laughs) perhaps, perhaps in my state, but I look at all these international couples and not only are they forced to overcome like distance and time zones, but also in many, um, instances like cultural language barriers, like there's, there's some, there's a couple on the show that literally communicate through this like translator that they carry around and they talk in the translator to talk to each other. And like, if, if the batteries go out, I don't, I don't know like how it's operated. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's with batteries. So they have to charge it or they have to make sure they have a set of batteries on hand at all, at all times. Um, and because, then it doesn't give inflection. Like, I want you to know I have an attitude by how short I answer you. <laughs> if, the, if the translator machine is doing it, you just got Siri reading it off. No, no, nope. Siri, and then my Siri, question is, what do these people look like? Are they, like, aesthetically, like, pleasing to the eye? Or are they just some... I mean, something? I feel like it's a mix. It's a mix. Um, there is this guy on there. He is like a four feet and he has no neck. They and- <laughs> <laughs> can't bring him in a room talking about he's going to be my 90 day fiance. I'm going to laugh in his face. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Even marriage at first sight. Like if I turn around and I, I don't think you're attractive, I'm going to mess the show up. I'm like, no. I don't, I don't want to do this. I am so sorry, sir, but you are not for me. And he gonna feel bad because I'm I'm not gonna be able to fake it. Mm-mm, nope, we're not even gonna try. They do have some that are you know gorgeous. I mean, I remember this girl on there. She was I think she was from Mexico, and she was like in her twenties. She was really 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 pretty. Um, and even the fiance, he was very attractive. Like they were a really cute couple and they just didn't work out because she was so young. And, um, I think she didn't realize that, you know, this is the real world. Like somebody has to work, you know, when these people come over, they are on a visa, so they can't just get a job. They can't have a license. So they're pretty much at home all day. Um, oh, so basically you don't got a child. You got somebody you got to take care of. Pretty much. They have somebody that they have to take care of. And so what happens is the the foreigners, they come over and, and I understand it because just think about the fact of being stuck at the house all day. Like I said, you may not necessarily understand the language. So you turn on the TV and you have no idea what's going on. Or, you know, you can't 
necessarily talk to anybody all day because they are time zones, you know, multiple time zones away. So they may be sleeping or, you know, you don't have money like that to be on the phone like that. Or even if you're you're talking through an app, those people, your family, your friends, they're at work or they have a life like you are at home by yourself sitting there for eight hours waiting for your fiance to come back home from work so learn how to botany uh, garden (laughs) all that can be done in whatever language you don't need to talk to nobody for that read a book something yeah but the thing is like i think the other part of it is these people don't have like an amazing setup. So for instance, like one of the couples I can think about, I'm thinking about right now, she moved over with her fiance and I'm not sure where he lives, but it's really, really, really cold. And so it's not like she can go outside during the day because it's snowing. They're like, in six feet snow, you know, like, and she's there all day just in this little tiny house with this fireplace, like sitting in front of the fireplace, sipping tea all day. Like, I don't know how they do it. And he lives like in the country. Like she can't even go walk, you know what, to like the store. It's not like he lives downtown in like a high high rise where she can just kind of like oh I'm gonna go walk around like there's nothing to see he lives in a forest but that's on him like if you know you have this fiance that's gonna be here all day like why aren't you preparing to have things in the house that's going to entertain her and make her feel comfortable with whatever language barrier or cultural barrier she has like you knew she was coming So you have to set up for that. That's the part of being in a relationship. You have to make that sacrifice or be compassionate enough to think ahead for your partner. No, I completely believe him. He done. He done. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Get off the list too. (laughs) No, I completely agree. Like sometimes um, Eric will like come in and um, catch me watching it. and, And he, he, he gets so annoyed with um, some of the girls on there. He's like, oh my gosh, she's whining too much. I'm like, no, you have to think about their situation. Like they, first of all, got up, left everything behind, behind their family, their friends, you know, their jobs, like to come over here. And the least these people can do is make their setup a little bit better and be more considerate of the things that, may help them to just, um, you know, um, become like more assimilated, uh, assimilated quicker. Like the fact that they have to just sit in the house all day long and have nothing to do would drive me insane. Yeah, it would drive anyone insane. That's why I say you have to, those are things that you got to think about beforehand. And that may be a show thing to you know get the ratings like oh my god they're just so miserable over here yeah you know just to make people continue to watch but as in a real world like are you really gonna sit there day after day doing nothing right staring at the wall waiting to see the paint dry right exactly exactly so but okay so 
you're single, well, partially, like I said, I, I know you have a boo and Mr. Boo, if you're out there listening, she doesn't have a ring. So you need to get on uh, that. Listen, I keep saying it, nobody asked me nothing. Ain't no questions being <laughs> <laughs> But prior to boo thing, what was dating like? Um, for me or them? <laughs> For you, what what I'm was hard to put up with? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm a brat. Um, no, it, dating is it's. This is gonna sound conceited, which it is, but I think dating is a little easier when you have beauty. Mm-hmm. If you look good, you get to pick and choose who you want to be with. If not, you have to settle for a ninety day fiance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, to be totally honest, people, this is a visual society. So therefore, when people see you and you look good, they're automatically going to come to you. I don't ever recall sitting like, I can't find nobody to deal with me. <laughs> That's only after <laughs> they see my attitude. <laughs> right, right. But up front, they're like, oh my God, she's pretty. Hey, how you doing? And then you have to weed out if he a player or not. Right. So I don't think it's as hard or has ever been hard for me. It's just finding somebody who's right. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. For I mean, I when I was dating, I loved dating. Like the the best thing for me or my favorite part about dating was just like dressing up, doing my hair. Um, even, you know, acting like I was interested in these lies they were about to tell me. Um, have you, have you ever dated someone just, just lied all the time? Ain't that every man? (laughs) (laughs) Show me a non-liar and I will show you someone who's not a man. No, okay, I'm playing, but I'm serious. Um... You know, I kind of weed those out. Like, I don't have time for that because, like, if you tell me the smallest lie, like, don't waste your lie. Right. It's going to be plenty of times you may have to really lie. Don't waste it on something stupid. So if you do that, you're done. Don't worry about it. Don't call me no more. I'm good. Right. Right. I completely agree. Like, <clears throat> I I feel like a lot of guys that I dated would lie about their work situation. I don't know. It was so weird, but, you know, talk about, oh, yeah, I'm the manager, but he can never get off. Like, how are you overseeing things, sir? And you're the big boss, but your schedule is all jacked up. Make it make sense. Men have to feel like they're in charge, they're superior at times. So it's kind of like, oh, I could just tell her I'm the boss and I'm running things, even though he's like the fry cook, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you gotta be honest with me about that. Cause I'm going to be honest with you about what I require from you. So if you're telling me you're the boss of something big, cause you think the money is going to impress me and then you can't deliver, we still going to be at a crossroad. Right. Right. I agree. What but was it depends on what I'm looking for at the time. I may not need you, Joe Schmo, for your money because I already got Tom over here on the side oh, for that. 
Not time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just call a thing a thing. You know, when you're dating, you don't have to be tied down to one person. And you don't. You are right. What? That's the dating. So I got you and every man has put something else. You know what? You're just funny, Joe. Now, you know, good time, talk to or whatever. But Tom over here, he takes me on expensive dates. Mm. And he buys me purses and jewelry and stuff. And then, you know... Hakeem over here, he's good for other physical things. Ooh. So, you know. Okay, Hakeem. <laughs> um, what was one, can you think back to one of your, like, worst dates? Yeah. <laughs> so, my friend called herself setting me up on a blind date. And I was like, girl, no. She said, oh, my God, my friend, he would be perfect for you, da, 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 da. So I went to appease her. So she like gave me his number or whatever so we can set a date and time. Girl, he didn't have no car. <laughs> he lived with his grandma. <laughs> like as an adult, this this was like like our adult years. Then I was like, okay, he had some story about he got in a car accident. Okay, fine. Your, your truck got oh, towed. That's, okay, oh, I'll that's why he up, doesn't have a whatever. car. That's Girl, why, that's why he didn't have a car. His grandma's house. He had on, no lie, he had on penny loafers, <laughs> some shorts, and a soccer jersey. Like, none of it, like, none of it went together. So I'm already looking like, well, where are we going to go? Because I can't be seen in public with this dude. So whatever. We go to Olive Garden because, you know, that's my place. Mm-hmm. We get there and it's time to order. And I notice he don't order any food and he only wants some water. Oh. Girl, I had to pay for my own food. I said, you know, I dropped his ass off so <laughs> quick. And I called my friend and I was like, I hate you. And this will never happen again. Never. It's just like you could, sir. Why did you waste anybody's time with all that? Oh my God! Well, I have you beat. <laughs> um. Well, I have a few. Okay, so worst date number one. In college, we went to the movies, and I remember he picked me up, and I knew we were going to the movies, but he pulled into Walgreens on the way and said. Something like, um, I got to get some snacks. And, and I was, I was like, what? And he was like, you know, some snacks for the movies. You want something? You want to, you want to go get some snacks? And I was like, um, no, I'm good. So he comes out with like a bag of chips and it was, it wasn't like a big bag, but it was like, you know, like a bag of chips. They're big because it's mostly air and a 20 ounce um coke and he was like hey can you put this in your purse (laughs) and i was like um no (laughs) he was like like, but i can't put it in my pockets i can't put it in my pockets it's not gonna fit um you know, the chips are going to make it bulge out. Like, the, there's no way a Coke is going to fit in my pocket. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not putting <laughs> chips in my purse to go inside the movies. 
So we go inside and so he eats like a couple chips in the car. Oh my god. And he takes a sip of his Coke while we're like in the parking lot. We go inside the movies. We get to the ticket um, counter and he asks for my student ID. And like, <clears throat> I didn't have my student ID because I, I always lose my ID, even to this day. Like I switch out purses, wallets, whatnot. So I always misplace my ID. So I was like, oh man, I, I don't have it. Girl, he was straight upset. Like what? And so I was like, well, are you good? Like I can get it. He was like, nah, I got it. But he was so mad that he had to pay the full price for my ticket instead of the student ID discount price. So then he, we um, passed by the concession stand and I was like, hmm, those nachos smell good. Like I'm trying to give him hints. Like I really want some nachos. <laughs> and he didn't get the hint. Like he kept looking down. Or maybe he did get it and he was just ignoring me. I don't know. But I was like, I really want some nachos. <clears throat> Had an attitude again. He bought me my, my my nachos, but he was just so upset. And I think he even said like, man, you could have got something from Walgreens or something like that. Needless to say, I did not call him and he did not call me afterwards. He better than me because he'd have to take me home at the at the ticket. <laughs> like so like I mean I get it if you're like a struggling college student or whatever but, but that's some stuff we need to talk about beforehand no I don't and get it don't ask me on no date exactly I don't get it you asked me number one number two odds are you were the one who set up the date like you could have said let's go to a let's do a picnic and brought some Chick-fil-a and I would have been satisfied to the full exactly because you know i love chick-fil-a but oh, research you... the dollar the dollar movie like certain cities you know they have like the dollar movies do your research and i wouldn't even know i would be none the wiser if we went to the dollar movie because sometimes the dollar movies are still like some like current movies we you didn't have to go to the movie but don't get there and be like looking at me we, oh no we didn't have to go to the movies at all like i said we could have went to chick-fil-a like, i would have been so happy with an eight, eight, eight piece i would have been so happy with an eight piece and waffle fries and a fruit punch like we didn't have to go you could have spent seven dollars total seven dollars total and i would have been so happy and definitely called you afterwards <laughs> <laughs> um my other worst date <clears throat> sound very similar to yours so this guy, I, I, he was like trying to impress me. I felt like by taking me out to this nice restaurant, which I was really, really excited because the restaurant was known for is seafood. It was, it was outside of Tallahassee, but, um, I was even more uh, excited, um, because the odds of us being seen by someone was very unlikely. Wait, first of all, let me tell you what he had on. So... I pulled up, we met at his office. I pulled up, I call him to tell him I'm outside. And he comes outside. He has on sweat shorts, 
um, which were way too small. Like (laughs) he was not in shape whatsoever. (laughs) So they were like tight on his like legs and they were above his knees. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) He had on tube socks that were pulled (laughs) up to his calves. And I just immediately remember thinking, like, am I really this hungry? Like, can I just, (laughs) can I spend another night eating mac and cheese? Is it really that bad? (laughs) But I asked him, I was like, "Um, can I park in a back? Because I did not want anyone to see my car. Um, You know how small Tallahassee is. And and, um, I had a red Mustang. My my tag was personalized. So there's no way that, you know, if somebody saw my car that I could de- could deny like that wasn't my car. But anyways, we go to this restaurant. It's really nice. Um, it's on the water. Clearly, you didn't have to dress up, um, but there's white linen, the entrees, you know, they're a little pricey, especially for someone like me who, who was a struggling college person. So I remember looking at the menu. I was so excited because I knew what I was going to get. And um, he asked what I wanted. I told him I wanted the fried shrimp platter. And he was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Girl, when the waiter came, he told the waiter, we're going to split. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to split the fried shrimp platter. I was so angry because I had already (laughs) planned what I was going to do with my meal. I was going to eat half that night and have the rest for the next day for lunch. So he completely shattered my plans. Um, But why didn't you speak up and say, we not sharing anything. I'm I'm having the fried shrimp and he'll have what what you want. I was so mad. I was so mad. I ate my little shrimp and I was ready to get back to my car and go home. But that's not even the worst part. The worst part is tell me why he re- he tr- he pulled out his black AMX to pay for it and made sure that I could see like he said something about like, oh, yeah, I, I have to use my my black AMX because you know, you have to spend a certain amount each month or something like that. And I was, that made me even more upset because I thought about, sir, why did we split this meal if you have a black AMX? That's when the waiter comes and he gives and I say, sir, can you add on a fried (laughs) platter to go? (laughs) Clearly, since you want to show me what you have financially, I'm going to get my my meal for later. Girl, I was so mad. I was so mad. Um, I have, do you have another worst, worst date story? Uh, Not really. Not as bad as Mr. Can't dress, no car. Girl. Because I don't know. I think I'm pretty, you know, you know me and my my little attitude yeah they already kind of know up front the only way that was able to happen because it was supposed to be like this 
blind date situation type thing. Because mm-hmm. if, if we're talking beforehand and I'm telling you what I like, what I don't like, and how I am, and then you start to see how assertive I am, if you do something like that, you just a fool. And I'm going to have to curse you out. And then it's just going to go bad. So I don't really have them problems. Well, I had one more. <clears throat> And it surrounds food once again. So maybe maybe that tells me something about myself. Um, I clearly care a lot about food. And if you don't come correct, then I automatically say it's, it's a bad date. Um, well, we, we do a lot of dates as women <laughs> to get food. Like, yeah. You know, that, that's that one person you really don't want to go out with, but he asked you if you're hungry and you're like, well, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> But when, we, when this meal is over, we are done. Like, I, no, you can't come in my house afterwards. No, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. none of no. that. It wasn't. It wasn't really a date. It was like a, It was just a meal, as you just said. Um, you know, after the club, when you're in the parking lot, it's let out. Someone asks, like, "Oh, what are y'all about to get into?" And then they usually invite you like, oh, let's go get something to eat. Let's go to breakfast. Let's go to the Waffle House. I cannot say no to the Waffle House, especially after a late night. I just, I know that you are not a Waffle House fan, but. I don't even want to walk in the building. I feel disgusting. No, no, no. That's because you do not drink. So you are walking in with a sober mindset. (laughs) Those of us that do, particularly after the club, we have no idea that the person cooking our food is dripping of sweat and it's falling in our eggs. And he's just beating eggs in his sweat. We're not aware of that. We're not aware of that. So we go to Waffle House. And I think it's like, it's, it's a, like a little small group, maybe like me and two of my friends and then him and, and two of his boys and we're eating, we chill. So the check comes and he's like, oh, I got it. So he goes up, he pays at the counter, we head out and we're standing in the parking lot and he gives me his phone and I'm like, oh, what's this for? And he goes, oh, go ahead, put your number in there. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Um, we'll see each other around. And he gets upset, like real upset. And I don't know, just had like an attitude. There's people out in the parking lot, you know, waiting for their food or just talking. And he's like, but I just bought you Waffle House. You just spent $12. For one. It was a mess. That's your fault, Chancel. (laughs) That is on you. Everybody knows you give him your number, but you change the last digit just in case. No. He has to call you on the spot. You're like, oh, I hit the wrong button. I'm drunk. No, no, because <laughs> they have gotten smarter. Back then, they would call you and say, oh, I'm calling you right now so you can save my number. That did not work. Mm. Or I still do it. You give them your number. But you save it under DNA. Do not answer. Uh, and you just yeah, don't ever I answer DNA when DNA call. You know not to answer it. You just yeah. be calling. 
Yeah, I still have, I need to go through my phone. I have like six DNAs. Like it says DNA one, <laughs> DNA two, DNA three. <laughs> I need to go and delete those. I just put them all on the DNA. Like DNA has so many different numbers mm. because I'm not going to answer no them. So it don't really matter. I'm not going to check yeah, that's it true. to see who's who. Because once you go on a DNA list, there's no coming back. Girl, he was just a mess. First of all, his name was Vernon. Okay, I am not saving nobody in my phone under Vernon. Like, it's not happening. Oh my god, I think he's a guy named Vernon in high school. Oh my god, <laughs> that was not happening. He was just a mess, Vernon. I will never forget that. <laughs> He was a mess. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you have any plans for Valentine's? Um, not really. We'll be just coming back from Puerto Rico. Oh, with the new boo. The new boo, child. So, but I'm not really big on, like, Valentine's Day because, like, I don't know. He always buys me stuff and gets me gifts for no reason. So, what's Valentine's Day? Oh, I love Valentine's Day. It's just such a cheesy holiday. And I just, I don't know. I love it this year or in our past years. I feel like we had to celebrate in phases, you know, during the day while the kids were at school, we have lunch, do a couple's massage or whatnot. And then when the kids get out of school, you know, we'll celebrate a little bit with them. They go to bed. We get it on. No, I'm just like. Um, well, kind of, but, <laughs> but anyway, I'm serious. <laughs> um, um, this year, since the kids are with us all day, I'm actually going to plan, like I said, a cheesy little family Valentine's dance. I'm going to decorate with like streamers and balloons, little plates and cups. I just think Valentine's Day is so cute. Um, oh my God. we're going to, we're going to, de- we're going to dress up. it. I don't see the hoopla. I don't really care, especially if you're already doing something. Because, like, don't wait till February 14th to go all out. We love you, W. For me, I need it every day. I completely agree. I just think that it's just so cute. Like, the balloons and the flowers. I don't know. I just think it's so cute. And especially when I see, like, the kids walking home from school. Uh, with their little balloons, getting off the bus, with their little teddy bears, the girls getting off with their flowers. It's just so cute. I told Eric only for us, but get the guys, they don't get anything. They get they get sex and candy. Maybe some boxers. Like they Valentine's Day is for girls. Like we want all this extra crazy stuff. We want jewelry. We want the chocolate. We want uh, you know, flowers we want these like long affirmations of love and you know faithfulness and then we turn around and be like what can you get them cologne and boxers they don't want that and then you'd be like oh well i bought this lingerie set yeah you (laughs) finna put it on (laughs) well i think it's the thought it's the thought and i told eric i was like you know although we're not celebrating like usual this year because of the pandemic I still want my gift like usual. Um, I feel like it's a part of my love language. So I'm always telling him, like, it's a part of my love language. Like, you got to give me gifts. Do you know your your love language? 
Uh, it is not gifts. Really? No, no. And I think, um, he, I know his is because he buys me things I don't even be thinking about. But um, my Wait, love let language me, let is me... quality time. Okay, let me read off the the love languages just in case there's somebody out there listening that that's not aware of of the love languages so there's five love languages and according to this book like everyone has um some form of at least one of these um and that's how they like to be loved so um there's words of affirmation, so someone sending you texts or giving you cards, expressing how they feel. Um, there's physical touch, um, which is being grown, being fast, um, <laughs> hugs, k- kisses, you know, affection, uh, receiving gifts, um, so giving thoughtful gifts, big or small, you know, it can be flowers, candy, a trip, whatever it may be, um, quality time. Um, spending, you know, special moments together. And even if, you know, if it's just at home watching TV, acts of service, splitting the workload, um, like helping out in any way you possibly can. So doing laundry, doing the dishes or whatnot. Um, But I feel like once you know a person's love language, you can never get it wrong. You know, you can never, you know, like what this person likes. So you should try to do it you know that they need words of affirmation so why haven't you send them a text saying good morning or i'm thinking of you even if it's a mass text do you you send mass texts no i try not to anyway (laughs) because it's like when people respond and they respond late and like first the you know the the text group was going strong and we were all involved. And then somebody who was at work, you know, just got a break and now they respond. You're like, man, the, the moment is gone. No, so. I meant like mass text. Like when you were out, well, now you're, you're not single anymore, but when you was out in these streets, <laughs> were you sending mass texts to like say oh, Sorry, I got it now. Um, of course, you know, and then you call everybody. I shouldn't say this because hopefully he ain't listening, but you call everybody babe because if you get the word wrong, the name wrong, it's a problem. If you call everybody babe, everybody's fine. No one knows that about the other one. So you have to send the, the just like they do us, good morning, babe. Right. Good morning, right. babe. Right. <laughs> I miss you, babe. <laughs> and then, you know, that way it don't trickle down because have you ever texted one thinking he was gonna text the other. I I've never done that. I have dated uh-huh. I've dated like more than one person at one time, but I've never like accidentally sent somebody the wrong thing. I have and I have to play that thing off. But I do it all <laughs> not all the time now and not like with guys, but like I'll be I'll be texting like a friend or something and then I I don't even know how but I accidentally send the text to somebody else and then I'll look at the string and I'm like oh my bad I'm sorry like this wasn't for you like I don't know how I do it now I think it's because I'm trying to do you know multiple things at one time but I I've done that 
a lot more now than I've ever done it like in the past you know when I was you know just dating people or whatnot but um yeah I feel like I feel like tech or mass text messages are like um valentine candy grams growing up (laughs) do you remember those like I feel like it's it's like equivalent to that like we'll send three dollars worth of candy grams to different people if they told us oh I sent you a candy gram or I got you a candy gram then at lunch or the next day before school started you're like oh man let me make sure I get him a candy gram because he said he got me one I feel like it was it's the same thing like we would just no fun fact in Madison I don't know if you remember Jason Cannon yeah the sin every girl a candy gram right do you know he never sent me one he didn't send me one either Oh, okay. Well, I don't feel so bad. I was all these got shit. Not that I wanted him because, you know, he didn't date girls my color. He, he still don't. But it was just a principle. Like, I know you're not going to send everybody else one and not me. And I'm popular. Yeah. Well, well Jason don't... Cannon, if you're listening to this, you owe me like 10 candy grams. And, and me too. Because I never got <laughs> either I never got it either but I did enjoy like getting the candy grams a little pink piece of paper it was like a quarter sheet of a paper with a blow pop stuck with (laughs) stuck on it with tape that was the highlight of my day like getting they would come in deliver the little candy grams I would be so excited my parents would send me like usually a bouquet of flowers but I didn't care I wanted to see who spent 25 cent on me on a candy green lollipop yeah it was it was the highlight um okay so i know that you're in a relationship and perhaps this may be mr right so i found some questions that you can ask him for valentine's day and i know that you guys you said that you guys are going on a trip this weekend and this is perfect um you guys can answer some of these questions um that that I have and don't worry I'll text you these later and and for those listening I'll post them on the blog CMC talks on the coolmomsclub.com if you want to use them as well so these are some really really good questions and it goes beyond just like what's your favorite color um who is you know your last girlfriend why'd y'all break up like nobody needs to know that because ultimately it just gets y'all in a fight so um here's question number one do you have any deal breakers things that would make you seriously reconsider our relationship number two did you ever consider a totally different career path number three what was the best party you ever went to number four where did you want where do you want to be living in 10 years number five which of your friends is most like you number six what would you do with an extra $1,000 to spend only on yourself? Number seven, if you could go back in time, what age would you be again? Number eight, did you collect stuff as a child? Number nine, have you ever gotten really obsessed with some topic? And number 10, what do you think about couples who own a business together and spend all of their time together? 
Now, I know that you guys have known each other for some time now, but do you think that those are like pretty good questions to ask and like, you know, evolve to a really good conversation? They all are great conversation starters because you also have to, when you start dating someone, to really get to know them, you got to kind of dig in their childhood because mm-hmm. your childhood kind of shapes how you are and how you do things yep. as an adult. Yep. So if you don't understand where their roots are, you're going to go crazy trying to figure them out. Yeah, I completely and, you know, agree. I'm a little weary of a person who doesn't want to tell you about their childhood whether it was good or bad because mm-hmm. it's like uh-oh now i'm gonna have to play therapist right and do i really want to is he really that fine <laughs> <laughs> right i no, i agree like your childhood it says so much about you um the, your relationship with your parents say a lot about you um the relationship that you even have with your friends now um, says, you know, some things about you and, and, you know, speaking just of loyalty and um, how you are as, as a person, how you are as a friend, because before you are a wife, before you're a fiance, before you're a girlfriend, like you are a friend. So I think, yeah, I think that those are really good questions. I'm going to text you so you guys can have something else to do other than hunch on each other all weekend. (laughs) We're going to be in another, well, it's not another country because we own Puerto Rico as as Americans, but still, you know, (laughs) away from all the kids and work. It'll be be fun. I'm happy for you. You guys will have a good time. Okay, let's hear about these truths and a lie mm. so are you guys ready i can you i know one for sure that's true but can you just say say them all so i can remember okay my favorite thing to watch is pimples being popped i have superimposed thumbs and i did not pass the second grade Okay, so I think I know them. All right, so I know that you have something weird going on with your thumbs because you used to like, like pop them or something like all the time. They were they were really weird. Yeah, like you know when you say when you give a thumbs up, you kind of stretching your thumb, and for everybody like in America, like if you picture it, you do a thumbs up and your thumb goes up. Well, when I do a thumbs up, my top joint goes backwards. Yeah, doesn't so, it touch your, you can like touch like your wrist. Seven. Can't you like almost touch your wrist with your thumb? Yeah, and then the bottom joint pops out. It's, I, it's crazy. And Jabari has it too. I, I handed it down to my kids. So. Oh my God. Yeah, I definitely remember that one. And then, okay, so I was going... So I'm going to say the second grade one is a lie because I know your birthday, you have a late birthday like Taylor and which made you always like the youngest 
you're not the youngest of me, but you're younger than like everybody else in our little group. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Do you think I'm smart? Yes, you're smart. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, did you get move up a grade? No, actually, like, when's Taylor's birthday? Taylor's birthday is July 11th. Yeah, I'm July 23rd. So I didn't have, like, I didn't get to be moved up because it's kind of like, I graduated when I was 17, when most people graduate when they're 18. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get moved up, or, of course, never held back, never went to the extra grade of, uh, what was it, TK1 people had? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but. Um, yeah, that was my lie. I didn't, I, cause I definitely passed the second grade. But I cannot believe that you like the pimple popper show. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I go on YouTube and I will watch them for hours on hand. Are you kidding me? Popping, like they just take the needle and they poke it and then they pop the pimple up. Oh my God, it's amazing. That is disgusting. I watched that show one time with Eric. Like, and I, I was wanna, like, "This is nasty." I want to find someone who has like, like a crater face, Ugh. just to like. I don't know if you ever see my post. Every now and then, I'll post somebody with like a bad acting face and be like, "Who has a face like this? Who'll let me pop their pimple?" Nobody ever answers, but no, because you're crazy. <laughs> It, there, I mean, listen, there's a community out here that loves this stuff, and you should hop on board. No. We'll trade shows. I'll watch your 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> and you have to watch, you know, not Dr. Pimple Popper on TV, because she that's not pimples. That's She does other stuff on the TV, but actual on YouTube, oh, it's amazing to see them pop out. It's like a little rice. Oh, amazing. Uh no, uh-uh. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. The show, Dr. Doctor Pimple Popper. And I think, it, like you said, it, she definitely pops more than just pimples. They're, I don't she even know. She like, does like tumors, like lipomas and oh other God. different things. The one, the lipoma, it comes out like a piece of chicken. Oh. <sighs> that's amazing to watch. No. That's disgusting. I I do uh uh-uh, no. But just think of it this way: if you ever have like this super big lump somewhere, call me. I'll come take it out for you. I will. I will definitely. <laughs> but do you know how to like take them out where I won't have like a blemish? Girl, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I do? So when I do break out, I put toothpaste on my pimples. That never works for me. I've, I've tried the toothpaste and all the like me. remedies. They say put like a baking soda, like a baking soda paste. None of that ever works. No, it works for me. I put toothpaste on it. I do it for like two nights and then then like by the third night or so it's like dried up and then I can it just becomes like a blackhead. I just squeeze it out and it's fine and I don't have a blemish. Um but like yeah. 
if you, I think, if but you luckily knew, for us, neither one of us had that in high school. We didn't have like mm-mm. the acne problems. Mm-hmm. I, when I hit 30, I kind of, I was like, dang, I'll wait till 30 to get like, go through puberty. But the last, I really don't. The last couple of weeks, I kind of broke out a little bit, but I break out when I'm like, you know, stressed or, you know, anxious or something like that. And girl, all them people at the Capitol had me on edge and. Ooh, oh, they were a million miles away. I, I just, I just felt like it was 9-11 again. I just felt like. I really felt like it was a real terrorist attack. Like these these people were going to kill the elected officials and we would have no more government. Like who was going to run the government? I thought these people you were going to run all. the government of Chancel. Like, I don't know. I just stay locked and loaded over here. So <laughs> if you come over here, I, I may can't get all of you, but I'm going to get some of you. <laughs> well... Thankfully, my face has has started to clear back up. But for those of you listening, if you do break out, you can definitely try toothpaste. Um, now, I'm not a dermatologist, so don't come after me if y'all's <laughs> face <laughs> breaks out even more. But for me, toothpaste works. It dries up um, the oils and stuff, and then it just makes it very easy for me to go back and just like squeeze and then it just comes out like a blackhead either way wait you gotta tell them what type is it gel toothpaste or is it the regular toothpaste oh yeah so i use aquafresh and i don't know if it's i like that's the brand i use i don't know it has a little stripe in the middle, right? Yes, yes, that's what I use. So it's paste and gel. Okay, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you have to get the the stripe in the gel. That maybe that's what so it that's is. That's why it never works for me because I only have the paste. <laughs> I use Colgate. <laughs> well, Colgate isn't strong enough. You need the paste and the gel. Got you. That's what you have to use. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Claudette, thank you so much once again for coming through. Um, Next week, my grandmother is going to be on the show as we continue the conversation about dating. So she's going to tell me a little bit about her experiences. Um, My grandmother is 75. She's the absolute best, and she's the funniest 75 year old that I know. So um, if you guys haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe now so that you don't miss out. Uh, Claudette, have an amazing trip to Puerto Rico. I'm so excited for you. I'm going to text you these questions. That's going to be your homework. If I'm not twerking on somebody's son. You can ask the questions while twerking. As I twerk, I look back. So, how was your childhood? Exactly. You're going to get me stranded on the island. I'll be calling you and Eric like, please send me money to get me back. Right. Y'all get into this like this intense conversation about his childhood and it it, it winds you up stranded on the island. Don't worry, girl. We got you. We got you. It'll make for a good show, though. It would. It would. Oh. So we got you. 
thank you so much for coming through and we'll talk to you later. Alrighty. Thank <laughs> you.